before we started a sermon series on living through the seasons. In the first week we talked about your next season. How do we identify our next season? How do we identify, how do we know that we are transitioning from one season to the other? I gave uh, you five different signs of God transitioning you from one season to the other. And the next week, the second week, we talked about living through winter. And the last week, we talked about living through spring. And we said spring is a time where cleaning has to happen. It's a season of cleansing and restoration. God wants us to turn our hearts. God wants us to cleanse our lives so that we, our hearts are true and we are strong in faith. We are sprinkled with his precious blood and we are washed by his word so that we are equipped for the season, for the, for the next season in our lives. Then we also said spring makes everything new and fresh again. Spring is a time to sow fresh ideas, fresh thoughts, looking for new opportunities. Spring is also a time to rise next generation, to seek and follow God. Spring is also a time for multiplication, to spread the seed everywhere, wherever possible. Then finally, we also said spring renews relationships. Spring is a time to strengthen our intimacy in our relationships. And we also said spring is a time uh, to find out where do we stand with respect to our love relationship with our God. And today we are going to talk about another season called summer. Can you all say summer? This morning I titled my sermon as Living Through the Seasons, Summer. During summer, the Earth's own orbit, sorry, the Earth's own axis of rotation is tilted towards the sun. The northern hemisphere receives more sunlight during summer. The days are longer, sun rises very early in the morning and sun sets very late in the evening. You know, it's amazing to see what and all happening on the face of this earth. But we know at times we don't notice all these things. And this morning I want you to follow, follow closely with me so that we will find out the magnificent display of our Lord God and as he has spread out everything on the face of this earth for us to see and enjoy. In the northern hemisphere, summer begins on the day of the summer uh, solstice. Summer solstice is the day, in fact it is June 21st, is the day summer begins in the northern hemisphere and summer ends during the autumnal equinox. Uh, autumnal equinox. Autumnal equinox is the day which is uh, September 23rd. So summer begins on June 21st and it ends on September 23rd. Uh, on, uh, on September 23rd. So summer is a season that contains the largest days during the year. And in fact, the warmest days of the year. And if you can see the next slide, it is a time of the year that people enjoy spending most of the times their time outdoor. 
Most children have long vacation, summer vacation. They are away from school during summer most of the time. And people, we see people gathering in beaches and parks and you know, other picnic spots, wherever they could get together to enjoy the outdoor activities during summer. Many outdoor festivals, exhibitions, water parks and theme parks and boating and fishing, gardening, biking. There are so many activities that are happening during summer. Plants typically grow the best during these months of summer when they receive the most sunlight. Most animals become active during summer. Those who were hibernating, those who were hiding, they, we see they were running around everywhere during summer to multiplying and taking care of their younger ones. Some animals, and animals like the little ones like the squirrel, you know, they all collect, uh, they gather nuts and they take them for winter. There are other animals, they look for grains and collect the grains for, and keep and save them for winter. So summer is a very active month. And heat during summer could have, have, could, could have severe impact on buildings and structures. And especially, you know, there are some evidences that we see every year during summer, you know, that, that shows us the impact of heat during summer. The Eiffel Tower in Paris, in France, that grows about six inches taller due to heat, the expansion of iron during summer. There are many different things happening, many alterations happening during summer to different structures all around the world. And no matter where you live during summer, summer storms are inevitable. Sometimes they are even unpredictable. There is hurricanes, there are typhoons, there are tornadoes, floods, and there are hailstorms and dust storms. And there are many things happening during summer. They are at times can be scary and destructive. Like any other season, summer could be even very hard on mankind in terms of drought, in terms of wildfire, extreme heat conditions. We even see people dying because they could not handle heat. I'm trying to describe summer. It's very hard when we are in severe winter. Describing summer, it's, you know, we are trying to do something which is beyond natural. We are trying to do something which our body really doesn't allow us to do, allow us to even think about summer at this moment. We are trying to describe summer. Out of all these characteristics that I use to describe summer, I would like to highlight a couple of them right now. Number one, summer is a season of growth and expansion. Can you say that with me? Summer is a season of growth. Can you say growth again? Can you say growth once more? Summer is a season of growth and expansion. Number two, weeds and pests thrive in summer. Number three, extreme heat is a threat during summer. So we are going to spend some time to understand what they are, how they could impact our lives, and what are the spiritual significance of someone who is going through the month of summer? Number one, summer is a season of growth and expansion. Plants thrive during summer as they get the proper living conditions and surroundings during summer. Proper sunlight, proper temperature, moisture, air, 
and nutrients they get, if you can put the next slide, in all the living creatures, including invertebrates, fish, amphibians, reptiles, birds, and mammals, growth is accelerated during summer. Not only growth, they are all busy reproducing, multiplying, because they all try to multiply their, their kind. They all try to multiply and expand their kingdom during summer. During summer, even children grow at a higher rate than any other season because they get more exercise. They get more vitamin D from the sunlight. They get, to, they get good sleep during summer. They're in fact happy because they're out of school. They're happy during summer. Less stress for children. And they, they have a long day to play outside. And they, you know what? They eat more. And you know, they, they grow healthy during summer. Even human hair grows and our nails grow faster during summer. Summer is a month of growth. Growth is inevitable during summer. In fact, growth is inevitable for anything that is alive. Growth is inevitable. Growth cannot be avoided in anything that is alive. Anything that lives grows. Can you say that with me? Anything that lives grows. A child must grow. You know, monitoring the growth of a child is very, very important, and especially for babies. And you take the baby to the doctor, you know, the doctor will make sure the doctor or he or she measures the height, the weight, the length, and the head, the circumference. These are all necessary in order to document the growth of a child. The Bible says, Luke chapter 2, verse 52, reading from NIV, Luke chapter 2, 52. And Jesus, if you can read with me, Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, favor of God, favor of man. Bible talks about son of God came down on the face of this earth and he was in need of growth. And in all the dimensions, wisdom, the intellectual growth. What is wisdom? Proper application of knowledge. Where do we get the knowledge? When we study, when we read, when we open our eyes. And the knowledge is the funnel, the tunnel through which the wisdom flows into our lives. Jesus grew in wisdom, in stature, physically. He grew. In appearance, he grew. Did he do exercise? Did Jesus exercise? Hello? Did Jesus exercise? Yes, he walked miles after miles every day. He did. He grew because he had to grow. He had to grow. Favor of God. Spiritual growth. Jesus had to grow spiritually. Favor of man, personal growth, personal development. Jesus had to do all these things. Bible talks about Son of God, God himself coming down to earth and showing us an example of how we need to grow. Bible talks about growth and if Jesus had to grow, certainly I want to grow. If Jesus had to grow, I need to grow. I must grow. God wants us to grow. We need to grow spiritually. 
Bible says, in fact, Peter writes in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. Peter writes here saying that, let's read that together. As newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Can you put a baby starving for milk? Can you put a baby out there not giving milk? The baby cannot grow. In fact, the baby cannot survive. Word of God says we need to have such a great desire on the word of God. We need to have such a great desire on God. The godly things for us to grow spiritually. If need, you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Not only that, anything that grows, it also produces. If we don't grow, we can't produce fruit. Psalm chapter 1 verse 3 says, as we read, shall we read it again? Psalm chapter 1 verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Who? Who is that he? The one who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. The one who does not stand in the path of the sinner. The one who does not sit among the scornful. But the one who delights in the word of God and meditates in the word of God. Let's read, let's read Psalm 13 again. He or she who does all these things he or she shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruits in season, whose leaf shall also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Growth is inevitable. When we grow, we bring fruit. We produce fruit. During spring, everything is cleansed. During springs, seeds were scattered. During springs, plants were sprouting. Everything became fresh. But now it is time to grow. During summer, it is time to grow. You know, God is giving us all the opportunities for growth. <clears throat> Listen to me. The right environment, the right people, the right church, the right uh, uh, doctrine, uh, the, the, the right uh, you know, way of worshiping God. God is giving you every opportunity in your life to grow. It is up to us to grow. What are the steps we need to take to grow? When God gives us an opportunity, the question is, are we growing? Are we taking some steps to grow in our spiritual life? In our personal life, in our financial life, in our material life, in our health, are we taking some steps to grow this morning? God wants me to remind you that you are living in your summer. It's a time for growth in your life. It is a time for growth in some of our families. It is a time for growth in your life. And this morning, God is telling you, you cannot just come to a part of, part of the land and you cannot just afford to fold yourself and saying that everything is done. I'm done with everything. But this morning, God is waking you up, shaking you up. And he's telling you, my child, this is a time to grow. The question is, do you grow? In my life, during the past 10 years, I was always working. I was always doing things. I was busy. I was always giving every Sunday morning. I make sure that I don't repeat the sermon. I've never done that yet. 
because I want to bring fresh. I work hard. I work 12 hours to 18 hours, 16 hours to prepare for my sermon. I was giving, giving, busy with preparing, busy with delivering sermon, administration works, ministry activities. I realized I never took time to grow myself. Listen to me. Recently I realized that if I don't grow, I can't grow others. I can't give to others what I don't have with me. I can't take someone else and give to you. I can't take someone to a place where I had never been to. You know, sometimes when visitors visit us, we want to take them to a place that is familiar to us. So that, you know, we can help them to see, we can explain, we can enjoy with them. We know where to go exactly. We don't roam around. We don't want to waste time. We know where to take them. So I can't take somebody to a place where I had never been to. So I decided to invest in my personal growth. You know, this morning God is asking us to invest in growth. What are the areas that you need growth in your life? You need to invest. You need to invest. We are not done with yet. It's never too late. We have come out of university. Now the growth path starts. Now your career path starts. What are we doing now? We are studying now. What is your plan? What is your growth path? What do you want to be next? Do we grow? Summer is the time to grow. Summer is a season of growth and expansion. Secondly, let's move further. Summer is also a time where we see weeds and pests. They thrive during summer. Weeds are the plant that grow where they are not wanted. We find it very difficult to control weed during summer. You can put the next slide. They compete with the crops. They compete with crops for water. They compete with crops for nourishment. They compete with the crops for light and space and everything. Weed wants to spread its wings everywhere. These weeds also can house uh, pests, insects, mites, and other vertebrates. All these can, you know, come under the shelter of these weeds, and we can give shelter to those things. These weeds also can carry disease and spread the disease among the plants. It's not good to have too much of weeds in our lawn. It's not good to have too much of pests around our house. You know, we use pesticides. We use various methods to get rid of the weeds and pests. This morning God is telling us, in our lives, there are weeds and pests trying to destroy us, trying to kill us. And God wants to speak to you, just listen to me. Weeds are suddenly a threat to your growth. Weeds and pests are suddenly a threat to your growth. <clears throat> Many weeds also produce large quantity of seeds. And you know what? These seeds can spread quickly through wind, through animals. Animals and wind and human, they can rain, in fact. Water as we water the garden. They are capable of carrying the seeds of the weeds and spreading them everywhere. 
Unlike plants, weeds also can tolerate extreme climatic conditions, very hot temperatures and heavy moisture. Weed is still capable of handling all those things. It is better to control weed. In fact, it is better to control weed before they produce their seeds. Remember, Jesus spoke to his disciples a parable saying, the kingdom of God is like a man who went to sow good seeds. And he sowed good seeds and came home and they slept. And when they were sleeping, the enemy came and sowed weed among the wheat. And the wheat sprouted and the weeds also sprouted. Wheat became crops and the weeds also became crops. You know, weeds thrive in summer. And weeds compete with good plants. Today we see weed or evil working everywhere against good. We see evil thriving everywhere against good. When the servants came and asked the master, Sir, you sowed only seed. How come there are weeds? And the master replied, Matthew chapter 13, verses 28 to 30, reading from NIV. <clears throat> and the master answered, an enemy did this. Who did that? An enemy. He replied. The servants asked him, do you want us to go and pull the weeds? Master said, no. Because while you are pulling the weeds, you may also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest at the time i will tell the harvesters first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned then gather the wheat and bring them into my barn today evil thrives everywhere evil outgrow the good God doesn't destroy the evil altogether. God doesn't destroy the evil people today sometimes we see evil the wicked people are flourishing we see that everywhere. In fact, David says, let's read Psalm 37, verse 35. Psalm 37. It's a cry of the heart of David. We know the heart of David. And he says, I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a native green tree. David is saying, I'm seeing wicked in great power. And he is spreading himself like a native green. The nature of the weed is to grow taller. The nature of the weed is to spread everywhere. Today it appears so, but I want you to know the weed is kept to be thrown away into the fire one day. And God wants you to hold on. Even though you're tempted, you are tempted to compare yourself to somebody who is not godly. You are tempted to compare yourself to somebody who is not righteous, not seeking God. But you know, at times you may realize everything else is going well in their lives. This morning God is telling you there's a huge difference. They are ready, they are bundled up to be burnt. But you as a child of God, you are kept alive as long as you hold on to God. A day is coming. A day is coming. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 11 says, read that with me. The house of the wicked will be overthrown. The house of the wicked will be overthrown. But the tent of the upright will flourish. 
What a revelation. The house of the wicked will be overthrown, but the tent of the upright will flourish. Weed appeared to be overgrowing the plants, but God wants you to hold on to him. God wants you to hold him tightly and tell him, Lord, I'm following you, Lord God. No matter what it takes, oh God, I will follow you. I will still follow you. What are those weeds in our lives? The weed could be your wrong thought. The weed could be your wrong ideas. The weed could be a false teaching. The weed could be an evil desire that comes and goes in your heart. Weed could be something that affects your relationship with God. These weeds affect your spiritual growth. These weeds affect your relationship with God. These weeds are false thoughts and false teachings, wrong ideas, and some evil uh, thoughts. They affect your relationship with God. These weeds affect your spiritual growth. Weeds also come in another form in our lives. The negativity that we are trying to deal with in us, our fear, our insecurity, the areas where we feel vulnerable, the areas where we feel that we feel that we are not good. You know, they are the weeds. They are hiding inside of you. They are already spreading inside of you. A feeling of fear. Feeling of fear to get into unknown areas. Feeling of fear to do anything which is not familiar to do you do. Familiar you for you to do. And fear what others may think about you. They are the weeds. They are just spreading in your lives. And they are choking your life. These weeds may affect your personal growth. These weeds need to be controlled before they multiply and go out of control. You know, they choke you. If you remember, Jesus spoke another parable. The good seed that fell among the thorns, they were choked up. These weeds will not allow you to grow. You know, God wants you to unplug yourself from those surroundings, from those people. Listen to me this morning carefully. God wants every one of us to unplug ourselves from those surroundings, from those people that limit your potential. God wants you to unplug your life from those areas, from those atmosphere that silence your ability. God wants you to unplug yourself from the area where you become comfortable. When you become too comfortable, you stop growing. And this morning, God is asking you to step out. Give a chance. Take, make an attempt. Give, give, give a trial and see what happens. God wants you to unplug yourself. Never allow yourselves to get settled for low-hanging fruits. Never try to be in the situation that doesn't allow you to use your God-given abilities and skills. Can you identify those weeds and pests in your lives that affect the growth? And God wants you to destroy them. Only you can do it. Only you can do it. Finally, during summer, extreme heat can become a great threat for mankind and for the plants. Third one, extreme heat is a threat during summer. Extreme heat not only stops the growth, it also destroys what is already grown. It also increases the risk of 
disasters coming into place. Heat can cause drought, and any dry condition, in, in fact, in turn, can create wildfire conditions. Plants and trees grew years after year. They could be just destroyed by wildfire during summer. We all know, especially in the Northern America, there are many wildfires. If you can put the next slide, there's a little bit of statistics there. From 2011 to 2020, there were on an average 62,800 wildfires annually every year, destroying on an average of 7.5 million acres of land is burned every year from 2011 to 2020. In the year 2020, 58,950 wildfires, the number of wildfires that were reported. In the one year of 2020 that burned 10.1 million acres of land, causing a loss of $16.5 billion. Not only that, more than 3,500 lives are lost every year because of the wildfire. We are talking about one of the characteristics of extreme summer. Extreme heat is also a threat during summer. Extreme heat conditions are suddenly a threat to growth. I'm just going to finish quickly. Listen to me. Anything related to growth, what are, what are, what are you thinking about? What are the ways and opportunities that you are planning to grow? Maybe you want to grow spiritually. You want to study the Word of God. It's a good decision. Maybe you want to go for higher studies, a degree that you want to enroll. Very good. Maybe you want to learn a new technology. That's really good. Appreciate it. Or you want to complete a certification. That's really great. Or you want to join a personal growth program, you know, such as the mastermind and lunch and learn and many things that we are planning right now. It's all good. Be aware that there are extreme heat conditions associated with the dryness, they don't allow you to grow. You're planning to grow in different areas in your life. You want to come closer to God. You want to increase your abilities and your skills. You want to increase your selling power. You want to get certified. You want to grow personally. You want to do many things. But remember the heat. We are in summer and the extreme heat will not allow you to grow. In fact, it will it will quench, it will destroy your desire to grow. In your life, there are many factors. There are extreme heat conditions that can put down the opportunity for growth in your life if you are not careful. Just listen to me as I close. Quickly. What are those extreme heat conditions? Our laziness. Our laziness will not allow you to do anything. Procrastination. Delaying things. Not doing it when it, is, when it needs to be done. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it next week. Procrastination is a very heat, very hot summer over your life that's affecting, that's destroying your plan for growth. Life event. Once you get married, our growth comes down spiritually, materially, physically, every area. 
After childbirth, childbirth, no way. Growth is not possible. Sometimes we lose our loved ones and we cry over them. We mourn for days and years and we just threw every part of it. It happened in my life. Twice. I registered because I wanted to do a program. Ministry related program I wanted to complete. I bought the books. I paid for the first semester. My mom was sick. My dad was sick. The second time I did the same thing. I paid for it. I bought the books. I want to start the program. My mom was hospitalized and I lost her. Couldn't continue. It's possible extreme heat in your life can put down your desire to grow. This morning God wants you to be careful about it. Change of job, change of people, change of location can put your desire to grow down. Busyness in life. We are busy every time. We don't have time to grow. We are stuck in one job from day in and day out. We are just working for that employer. There is no time to grow in our lives. Fear, fear of change, fear of knowing the unknowns. There is something known as terror barrier, fear of getting into those unknown areas. We are so afraid. Fear is like a heavy heat on you, putting your desire down to grow. Immediate financial needs, always we look at the immediate financial needs. If I study, if I spend, if I spend my time, if I spend my energy, spend my money, I don't have to take money to take care of myself. I don't have money to pay my bills. I don't have money to pay my loan. I don't have a way to support my family. We become narrow focused and we neglect growth. There are many things are like extreme heat over your lives and putting the desire to grow, putting down the desire to grow. You need to fight for your growth. All of you individually, you need to fight for your growth. Summer is the only time you can grow. The winter is coming. The fall is coming. The winter is coming. This morning, God is telling you, do not give up. Don't give up by looking at your circumstances. Stand firm. I want you to look at this slide. I want you to look at this plant. Survival is very difficult. There is no way there is no way the plant could survive in that environment. The environment is not in favor of survival for the plant. The survival is very, very difficult. When the surrounding is totally adverse, the plant still determined to grow. The plant has still determined to grow, not getting bothered about the surroundings and the atmosphere. God is expecting you to do it. Growth doesn't come by itself. Growth doesn't just jump into your life. You will not get drifted into growth and fall into growth. You need to work. You need to desire. You need to be intentional if you want to grow. Change is painful. Growth is more painful. Growing is not easy. Growing is going to suck the energy out of you. Unless you are determined to grow. We will never grow. Summer is a time of growth. Summer is a season of growth. If you allow the heat of laziness, procrastination, life events to attack you, fear, and your immediate needs to overpower your growth, your plan for growth, you will not be able to grow. And this morning, God is telling you, you need to be determined about your growth. God wants you to trust him. Listen to me. 
God wants you to trust him and move forward. God wants you to keep him as your hope in the Lord and move forward. Let's read one scripture. Jeremiah chapter 17, two scriptures, 7 and 8. Jeremiah chapter 17. You know, this is the desire of God concerning your growth. Shall we read that together? Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord for he shall be like a tree planted by the water. Why? To grow. Which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when he comes but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought nor will cease from yielding fruit. How? When? From where? The growth comes, let's go back to the beginning of the verse. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. What is preventing us from growing? God is telling you this morning, you need to trust God. You need to take a step of faith and allow yourself to grow. We are not just Beings born into the face on the face of this earth and run our course and get buried or get burnt when, when everything is done. We are much more than that. God has installed so much in our lives. God wants you to trust on Him. Allow yourself to grow. If you don't grow, you can't take your children towards growth. If you don't grow, Tomorrow you or the children don't have future. It's important that you need to grow each one individually. This morning I'm just going to pray with you as I summarize. Summer is the season of growth and expansion. Growth is inevitable during summer. If Jesus grew in wisdom, stature and favor of God and favor of man, I must grow. I want to grow. If Jesus grew, I want to grow. What steps, what other steps are we taking towards growth? Weeds and pests outgrow the plant. They thrive in summer. Weeds are certainly a threat to growth, no doubt about it. Weeds could be a wrong thoughts, wrong ideas, the negativity, the wrong teachings, the insecurity, feeling, vulnerability. There is so much going on inside of you. And God this morning wants you to come out of those things in your life. What are the weeds and pests in your lives that are affecting your growth? God is here to help you this morning. Thirdly, we saw extreme heat is a threat for growth. Extreme heat not only stops growth, it also destroys whatever has grown over the years. Unless you are determined, growth is not just going to happen just like that. The extreme conditions of laziness, procrastination, life events, and you know, the immediate need, fear, those are the things that is going to affect your growth. And this morning, God wants you to trust in Him. God wants you to hope in the Lord because that's where the growth starts. That's where your nourishment comes. That's where you become fresh. That's where you, become st- you, you start yielding fruit. This morning, God is calling you. God is calling you to grow. God is calling you for a growth path in your life. Shall we just close our eyes wherever you are?